Pink Grandeur in YYFM. You're listening to YYFM. It's time for Tears Around the Teapot. Just for you. We're All Screwed, written and narrated by Diana Parsons. Let me introduce you to Mabel. She is a faithful and valued member of the Armstrong family, having been with us for going on 15 years now. Bless her. She springs into action at the flick of a switch, the turn of a dial, sometimes the odd bash with the heel of a shoe. She is serviced once a year by expert technicians from BMU with whom the household has a contract to keep Mabel happy and in running order until death do us part. So I am confident as I leave my home this morning that when I get back, this recalcitrant phase she has entered into the last few days, very moody behaviour, well I did say she's 15, will have been resolved. On my return from the daily ritual of being fed to the consuming lions of the corporate legal firm I am predestined to spill my guts for, I will be able to cosy up in my favourite armchair with the central heating blasting out glorious warmth. Henry, our son, has been left with detailed instructions to answer the ringing sound of the doorbell. Yes, that's what you're supposed to do when the bell rings, Henry. Get out of your warm nest, engage your brain cell and descend the staircase. Open the door, smile and give access to the gas man this time. Not anyone like last time. We didn't need any more double glazing as it had only the week before been installed under your very nose in every conceivable gap in the house walls. Henry is 16 and almost beyond reach in his latest regressive phase of non-communication. We are trying to acquaint ourselves with the new language of er, mm-hmm, and a hissing sound like the air expelling insidiously from a tyre. We've worked out the latter usually means he's in the process of blanking us out completely before entering his own world of, well, we don't really know. Pulling out of the drive, I now notice the dustbins have been emptied all over the road, having missed the obvious target of the back of the bin lorry. Again. I swear they think it's a game. First prize going to the best of three shots. Steeling myself to ignore the minor detail of my newly paper-festooned path to work, I too enter into another world and pretend I'm in the middle of a ticker tape welcome in the middle of New York as the wind picks up the detritus and sweeps it across my screen. Amazing wife and mother, we celebrate you. Applause rises loud and clear from every pedestrian. Car windows are lowered and waving hands acclaim my success. This little moment is a plus side of me being slightly deranged. 
A whole lifetime later, it seems, I returned to the oasis of my home, released early due to an electricity outage and everything grinding to a blissful halt. I'm really looking forward to a hot bubbly bath before sinking into my armchair. My key turns. The front door swings wide to reveal that my sitting room has been taken over by a group of vandals. They don't even notice my entrance, so involved are they in serious debate about our beloved Mabel. There are four of them in various stages of repose on my furniture. How do they know Mabel? Closer inspection reveals that they are all in a uniform of some description, bearing a gas flame symbol. Four of them. In a break in the heated conversation, the only source of warmth, I might add, in my freezing sitting room, a bulky imposing shape stands to acknowledge my presence. Good morning, Mrs Armstrong. I'm Sam, and I have come to assess the problem with your boiler. Mystified, because even I think I know what the problem with Mabel is, I proffer my slim hand to be engulfed by his massive one. Quite a firm handshake. Hmm. Always a good sign, I think. He releases my hand from his vice-like grip and kicks a prone figure called Al into life. This here is Al, and he is here to fix the problem I have assessed. Al doesn't give me a handshake. He seems incapable of movement. I stare closely to check that he's breathing. He nods minimally and sinks back into my sofa, immediately swallowed up by the cushions. My cushions. Why isn't he just fixing the problem, I'm asking myself, as Sam, the introducer, continues his patter. Damien over here is our risk assessment expert. On your feet, man, you've got a lot of explaining to do. But hang on a minute till Tom has shaken the lady's hand. Tom is going to write up the job when we've done it. I feel quite confused as Damien resumes his position and a whisp of a man, Tom, slopes in from the left to shake my hand limply. Uh, oh, I manage to stammer. Um, how far have you got? I don't know what direction to place my question. Oh, we haven't started yet, booms Sam proudly. Uh, well, how, how long have you been here? I exclaim. Tom leaps from the shadows again. Oh, that'll be a question for me. He puffs out his chest. I stare in disbelief as he announces. I'm the time assessment manager, as well as the one who writes the report, so I can tell you that. Hold on a minute. He looks hard and long at his wristwatch and proudly pipes up. We've been here now for exactly two hours, fifteen and three quarters of a minute. Two hours? I scream, rounding the figure up. Must be my accountancy training. Dismayed faces greet my outburst with much shuffling of feet and grunting. The most movement I've witnessed. 
so I cough to hide my embarrassment at what seems such unseemly behaviour. I take a deep breath and try to make amends. <clears throat> Have you had lunch? I hear myself asking, wondering why on earth I'm bothered. Oh, yes, of course, we've had lunch. That's statutory. We have to have lunch. Tom is here again, advising after checking in his book that lunch took place at 12.30. So what are you doing now? It's, it's nearly two o'clock. I screech, trying to control my voice from becoming hysterical. Well, Sam announces in a congratulatory fashion, the good news is we know what's wrong and Al is here to fix it. No one moves, especially not Al. It's like watching a comedy sketch, but it's not really funny. So what are we waiting for? I query hesitantly, at which point Sam sweeps his hand in the direction of Damien Risk Assessment, who wakes up with a grunt and leaps to his big-booted feet for his moment of glory. The Risk Assessment is that the prospect of collateral damage is too high to progress. Gas is highly inflammable. He nods sagely, as though this is some sort of revelation. I'm struck dumb. Dangerous substance, he voices straight into my face as though I am some sort of an idiot. And it has been noted as follows. Number one, there's a young man upstairs who legally has more right than us to be here, so we can't ask him to leave. And number two, there's a big cat Soon asleep on top of yon wardrobe, and none of us has a current ladder training certificate to climb up and get it done. He retreats to the comfort of my city. So you see, Mrs Armstrong, it would appear that we're all screwed. Diolch am rando i YYFM am fwy o gynnwys fel hyn i ddiluniad lein ac i ar ni wybod beth hoffech chi gwywed nesaf ewch i it's yyfm.com Thanks for listening to YYFM For more content like this to follow us online and to tell us what you want to hear more of visit it'syyfm.com <laughs>